Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> nice. So, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. In today's episode, I have Ali. So, I thought you'd just introduce, start off by introducing yourself a little bit. Maybe, like, where you're from, how old you are, what, okay. ki- what like, stuff you're into. Yeah, okay, so my name is Ali, also known as at TBHAli on Instagram. I'm 17 years old, and I'm from Ottawa, Canada. Um, yeah, so basically on Instagram, I post about lifestyle and travel, and I also have a YouTube channel um, that I just started, and it's also going to be about, like, that stuff as well, as well as college content. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to be going into university in the fall at McMaster. And I'll be that's studying so cool. pieces. That's awesome. Definitely go check her out. I'll put all her links and everything in the description. <laughs> so I thought we could talk just a little bit about like travel, lifestyle, and then school, if that sounds mm-hmm. good. Yeah, sounds good. So I put together just like a bunch of questions. And yeah, do you want to just get started? Yeah, let's go for it. Awesome. So what is your dream travel destination? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> There's so many really pretty places out there. But oh, yeah. My top destination is probably the Maldives. Ooh. Um, I don't know if like some people out there listening might not have heard of it because it's like a small island nation. But if you search up pictures, you can see like the overwater villas, which I think are really pretty. But oh, yeah. The only thing is it's really expensive to travel there. So <laughs> it's like a dream destination for now. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. What is your best international travel tip? Because I know you did um, like a huge Europe trip last year, right? Um, well, okay. Basically, um, it wasn't really huge. <laughs> I went for <laughs> nine days, but um, I take a lot of pictures when I'm traveling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that way the content lasts me like the entire year. But mm-hmm. I think my favorite place has been Venice, Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It really surprised me because when you get there, it looks exactly like it is on the postcards. The houses are like bright and colorful and the canals are really nice. It's just That's that incredible. we went a bit earlier, like in June, like, the, mm-hmm. like mid-June. So there wasn't as many people there. But I know if you go during the peak season, it can get a bit crowded. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so would that be, like, your biggest tip is, like, to know the seasons there? Yeah, definitely. Because I know when there's a lot of people and it feels really crowded, it can be hard to, like, appreciate just, like, um, like the culture, like, the scenery there. So if you try to find a time where there's a little bit less people, that'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. What do you do typically on planes? Ooh, okay, so... Normally, I like to fly Air Canada just because I'm Canadian, so, like, got to support our own country. Um, So, on international flights, they normally have movies, so I would watch those. Um, If it's a shorter flight, I like to take a nap sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I like to journal on the airplane. Same. And that's actually pretty much it. (laughs) I don't do much else. (laughs) I feel like journaling on the plane is just, like, such a good vibe. Yeah, it's really relaxing. And it's like, it is. everyone's quiet, so you have, like, your own space, and you can just write. Yeah, especially when you're, like, listening to music or podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I think I probably listened to um I was only on a flight for six hours and I think I probably listened to like eight different podcasts because <laughs> I just listened to it the whole time yeah what about what was your favorite trip you've been on kind of already answered it but <laughs> mm, I would probably say okay well I went back to China last month it was oh, a yeah. graduation trip, but I also went to visit my family because my parents immigrated from China like 20 years ago. So the rest of my family is still over there. So I think it was cool just to like go back, see them again, and just like experience Chinese culture and food. Yeah, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. You just graduated, didn't you? Yes, I did. That's so cool. <laughs> I think you graduate earlier in Canada than the U.S., Okay, so normally we graduate at the end of June, and some people are 18 and other people are 17. But the fact oh, gotcha. Um, I skipped senior kindergarten, which is why I'm graduating a year early. So, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, she gra- I think she graduated early. <laughs> that's super <laughs> cool, though. It sounds cool because I can say I graduated at 16, but it's just because I have a later birthday. (laughs) True, true. Mm -hmm. Who do you usually travel with and who would you like really like to travel with? Um, Normally, I like to travel with my family. Um, Mm -hmm. Some trips that we do, it's like my whole family. So like my mom, my dad and my younger brother. But also some other trips, it's just like me and my dad because my brother still has school until like the end of June. So it's just Oh, yeah me and my dad we did I think we went to I went to uh, London and China with just my dad and the rest of the trips have been with my entire family but um, I'd really like to do a trip with friends like just with my friends but I think my yeah parents think I'm too young <laughs> to go out <laughs> and just be with them so maybe in the future yeah maybe when you're 18 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd love to travel with friends too I feel like that'd just be so cool how do you afford to travel? Um, okay, well, right now I'm still living with my parents, so right. not a lot of people get to like afford traveling, especially internationally, so I feel mm-hmm. really grateful to be able to have these experiences, but I know next year when I'm like more financially independent, I definitely won't be able to travel like um, as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's mainly my parents that pay for it. <laughs> do you have a job? You have a job right now, don't you? Um... Uh, currently, I referee soccer in the evening for the U.S. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you play soccer? Yes, I did play soccer. I played, um, I was on the regional team until a couple years ago where I tore my ACL in my right knee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so then I had to get knee surgery for that, and I've been a little bit out since. I'm currently recovering from that. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's a good learning experience. Yeah, definitely. Plus, I think like the injury gave me more time to focus on my academics, which yeah really helped this year, especially to like get into my programs that I wanted to get into. You did IB, right? Yes, I did. What did you think of that? Like, did you like it? Like, what's the tea there? <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> in grade eight, I was also in the gifted program. So a lot of my friends, okay, basically all my friends applied to the IB program. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, why not? I'll do it too. 
And then once I got in, I was like, do I really want to go? Because here in Ottawa, we have one English IB school, and it's all the way across the city from where I live. So oh, wow. If we drive, it's like 30 minutes. But if you take the bus in the morning with traffic, it can go anywhere from one hour to two hours. Yeah, so I was really hesitant. I was like, do I want to go? Like, do I not want to yeah. go? Yeah. But then um, my best friends were going, and my parents were like, yes, do it. So I was like, okay, sure, why not? And I think it's been, like, a really good experience. Um, definitely the workload can get heavy at times, but that's really, yeah. like, we learn, like, time management, like, how I like to take notes and study and stuff like that, which I think mm-hmm. will be helpful for a first-day university. Oh, totally. Do you think it helped you get into college, too? Like, just, like, being able to be, like, I did IB. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really think so, because I mainly apply to colleges in Canada, so yeah. the IB is better for, like, if you're trying to go international, so, like, the States or, the like, England or somewhere like that, so I don't think yeah. it's that helpful for my university applications, but I think it was good just for, like, personal growth. Yeah, that's always the most important, so that's super good. Yeah. So you're going to, what university are you going to again? I'm going to McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. It's in a small town, but it's more south of Ottawa, so I think it's closer to the United States. There's lots Super of cool. waterfalls there. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah. Was it, like, one of your top choices? Um, honestly? Okay, so basically in, the, in Canada, the system is a bit different from the States, because I know in the States you generally, like, apply to your school. Yes. Yeah. You want to get into a good school. But here, the schools are like basically all around the same level obviously there are some that are a bit better but they're all around the same it's more about which program is better so different yeah. schools will have different like programs that are better than the other ones so when I was applying to universities I had no clue what I wanted to do I think I applied to 12 programs um, <laughs> and I honestly did not think I would end up at this school or at this program actually <laughs> so when I got in it was a nice surprise and it took me a while yeah. to decide, but I think I made the right decision. Awesome. When do you move in to, like, do, you have dorms, right? Yes, I have dorms. I'll be staying in a double room next year. My move-in is next Saturday. Oh, that's super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. <laughs> Get ready for artsy room pictures. Oh, yeah. Are you excited to, like, decorate it? I am. I'm so excited. I know my room right now is not very, like, artsy and aesthetic but it costs a lot to redecorate your room so I'm like mm-hmm. I'm moving out soon anyways so it's okay <laughs> yeah. yeah what kind of theme do you think you're gonna go for okay I have a Pinterest board with like 300 pins on it oh my gosh um, yes go for like a white gold like plant green with some accents pink. I love that mm-hmm. I was definitely do like a room tour yeah, I will. I was sort of scared that my roommate, like, wouldn't want to decorate our room because I don't know, like, I haven't actually met her in person yet. Oh, um, yeah. But then I DM'd her on Instagram and she's down to decorate too, so I'm excited for that. Ooh, awesome. Mm-hmm. What schools, wait, so did you apply to schools or? Yeah, I applied, okay, I applied to, uh, I think I applied to seven schools. Because for each school, you can also apply to different programs. Here, oh, that's super yeah, different. Yeah, like here, you don't apply, let's say, to uni- to the University of Toronto. You apply to like University of Toronto Computer Science, and then each oh, school yeah. has like, 
limit on how many different programs you can apply to. So yeah, I applied to 12 in total at seven or six different schools. Super cool. I'm actually uh, trying to go to college in Canada. Oh, so really? Come join me. This is good to know. <laughs> yeah. Are there any schools you're looking into specifically? University of Alberta, uh-huh. Toronto, and then if you know York. Yeah, that's like close to Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like graphic design and marketing programs. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That's a, I have two more years or no three more years of high school still though so whoa that's crazy (laughs) yeah it's actually crazy because I'm only two years younger than you but I still have three more years until college (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about that I was like whoa are you excited honestly yes um I definitely I'm in Seattle which is like the opposite side of the North America (laughs) as the colleges I'm interested in uh-huh. so I don't know I like that I like like living far away like going far from home yeah that's gonna be cool mm-hmm. and I'm also gonna try to get my citizenship for sure okay yeah because my dad has his and so I'm gonna like try to get mine with that like helping me hopefully <laughs> wait that'd be awesome especially I know like I have some friends who, who are dual citizen and it really helps yeah. for like applying to the, like state schools yeah also tuition is much lower (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's what my dad is saying ever since I was like a little kid I always wanted to go to school in Seattle Mm -hmm. and he was always like go to Canada like the tuition's way lower and Mm -hmm. since I'm a citizen like you can apply and it's easier for you and I was like no until like recently I'm like wait (laughs) shoot it's so much lower yeah (laughs) I was looking and like one year at um I think it was Alberta is like 15,000 less than one year at my like closer school yeah. that a lot of people like to apply, like everyone's dream school here mm-hmm. and, and I'm I like know, whoa and I know here the tuition actually varies with program as well so like yeah of T engineering is like 15,000 a year I think but like mm-hmm. the program I'm going to it's only 8,000 a year yeah that's yeah. super good the ones that I was looking at with like graphic design and marketing were usually like 5,000 to 7,000 and the ones here are like 20 to 30 Mm-hmm. And that's for in-state, which is, and then if you go out of state, it's like three times that. And I'm just like, whoa. So you can save lots of money. So come here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Canada. Woo. Oh, yeah. And I think they have a really good education system compared to here. Mm-hmm. What, where did you like get your school motivation? Because I feel like I, like I followed your study Instagram for a while there. And you always seem like you're just like really good at that kind of stuff. And um, I need help. I bet other people listening need help. <laughs> Wait, hello? Sorry, you cut out for a second. Oh. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, now. okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, basically, what's your best school motivation? Like, how did you get motivated? And, like, what are your tips for getting good grades and stuff? Because okay, I start school in, uh, like, two weeks, started, and I need help. When I started high school, I would say I was not very, like, focused on academics. More just, like, sports and, like, having fun with my friends. Yeah. Um, so I had like grades in like the low, like the mid eighties, and I was like fine with that. But I think like surrounding yourself with a group of people that like um, that are like good influences, if you know what I mean, is definitely really helpful. Because then yeah, 
when they're focused on academics and trying to get good grades, it'll sort of like influence you to try to be focused on academics as well. Um, oh yeah, you become who you're surrounded by. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely say that. And then when you see like they're sad because they only got a 90, you're like, oh no, I need to get higher grades. I think that's like, my best friend's like that. <laughs> yeah. I and I was in like a really hard class and I was like, oh my God, I got a C on the final. Like I get, I get a, I get a B plus in the class. I'm so happy. And she's <laughs> like, I'm so pissed. I got a 90 on my honors final. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, definitely. I think the key to getting good grades is like your own expectations for yourself. Definitely. Know, like, if you're happy with like a, like, a, I don't know, like a mid 80, then and you get it at 80, then you'll be happy. But if you're, if you set like higher expectations for yourself, you'll push yourself to work harder to get to those goals. Yeah. Big thing there. And also, as I mentioned before, I got knee surgery. So if I can't do sports, I have to be focused on something. <laughs> and <then laughs> academics was the main thing this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about um, like studying for tests? Does Canada have a lot of tests? Yeah, uh, I would say so, yes. We have tests for, like, every unit that we do. It also really yeah. depends on the class that you're taking. Some classes are, like, really consistent, like, math and physics. You know after the unit is over, there's going to be a test. Yeah. And other classes is, like, group projects, presentations, changes it up a little bit. Um, for tests, okay, my biggest tip, especially for the IB program, is to not get behind on work. Because I know as soon as you let some stuff slip by, you'll feel oh, yeah. motivated to do the work. And You're basically screwed. Yeah, and then it's like a snowball effect. And mm-hmm. then you realize how much you don't know right before the test. So, And um, that's just a disaster. <laughs> yeah, so especially for like harder classes, I recommend like reviewing the subjects that you, like not subjects, like the topics that you learn like that day or like maybe every other day. And mm-hmm. that way when the test rolls around, you'll feel much more prepared. And it'll be much easier to study for them. Yeah, that's really good advice. The U.S. is so test-based. It's actually insane. Like, I have weeks where I literally have, like, three tests in one day. And none of them are units. They're just, like, tests for the point of having tests. It's annoying. I had a class where I had a test every Friday and every other Wednesday. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not like that here. I feel like it's much more relaxed. I feel like the U.S. school system needs some help. Like, I feel like I learn so much better when I'm doing, like, projects and, like, mm-hmm. assignments. Yeah. Because when you're studying for tests, I don't know. It just, because you're just, like, studying to pass. Yeah. At least here, that's, like, an yeah, ongoing issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I have some questions just about, like, general, like, Instagram blogging, YouTube, that kind of stuff, and just, yeah. like, managing your time in general so how do you do you what kind of planner do you use or like organization system and just how do you manage your time to get everything done in a day okay so I just got a new planner recently wait I can go grab it right now oh awesome um, um chapters I don't know if they have those in the states but if they don't but I've definitely heard of them yeah like indigo oh yeah I currently my planner is from fringe studio it's a 17-month planner, and basically, at the start of every month, there's a cute little quote, like August. Oh, I love that. Make it happen. Then um, there's, like, the monthly calendar spread, and then it's just, like, a normal calendar where you have, like, the weekly dates, and you can do to-do list on there. 
so I like to use that calendar for like main like major events like okay maybe not major events just like things that I not like daily tasks but just like events that I have to go to or like appointments and then I have my um the apple calendar on my laptop and I use that to um, block out my day so something that I discovered that I like is um, blocking out my time so basically I'll set like two hours for a certain task and if I don't finish that task after the two hours it's okay I'll just move on and then I just yeah. up the day in those sections and yeah that's basically how I plan my life um I generally like to be really busy so time management Same. was never really an issue for me because I'm always like go 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 let's get more stuff done um, yeah yeah it's just like keeping track of a task sometimes gets a little bit out of hand so I also have like sticky notes like reminders to do lists yeah that I like to use nice when you are like studying for a test how do you block out your time okay so um I know most schools are semester schools which means like four classes for the entire like semester but since I was doing the IB program we had eight classes at a time which could be get a little crazy so yeah here we have six yeah is prioritized like all the tasks that I have to do so I write them down on a to-do list and if I have a test coming up I'll look at how many different like subsections within that unit there are and then Mm -hmm. for example if I find a section like easier and I know it'll always take me like an hour to review it I'll block off an hour for that but if there's one that I know is much harder then I'll give myself much more time so then I see like how many little blocks I need and I like to do this like three to five days before a test or like the weekend before a test if it's like later on in the week and then mm-hmm. I'll insert those little blocks into my schedule and then when it gets to that time I know I have to go study. That's really good honestly. <laughs> I need help with um, my just time management everything like that when studying. Yeah I know like especially when I first like IB first started in grade 11 I was like oh my god I have so much stuff to do and I don't have enough time but um, I think I've gotten better at just like managing it in general and planning yeah it's really something you learn from experience very true I feel like you just kind of have to trial and error it for a little bit yeah especially in like the younger grades yeah different systems work for different people so it's really about figuring out like what works for you yeah I completely agree I feel like everyone, like, learns things a different way, remembers things a different way, and, like, I also feel like, um, like, people focus different ways. Yeah. Like, what do you do that helps you focus? Um, I'm the type of person that once I sit down and start working, I can work for a long time. It's just really hard for me to sit down and start working, so mm-hmm. I learned that about myself, and <clears throat> I think it's just, like, realizing what type of like student or worker you are and then try to minimize the distractions um, yeah to getting you started I'm one of those weird people that can watch like Netflix and listen to music and podcasts and stuff while they do their homework and I focus so much better that way Uh yeah I cannot really (laughs) yeah some music on Spotify but that's about it yeah I can literally watch Netflix and do my homework and I like it it turns out better than when I'm, like, trying to do it, like, in the library with silence. Yeah. Super weird, honestly. <laughs> I think it's because I have, like, the worst focus ever, so 
I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm just an insane multitasker, honestly. My parents hate me for it. They're like, you can't watch Netflix and do your geometry homework, Carly. Like, that, you can't do that. I'm like, but look, it, they're all right. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works, eh? Honestly, though, they've given up on um, trying to tell me that I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start your YouTube channel and your Instagram page? Okay, so... This is sort of a long story, but... Tell it, honestly. All the way back to the beginning. So, um, way back in grade eight, so that was four years ago, that's when I first started my Instagram. Um, around that time was, like, quality Tumblr. If you remember. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> the white borders. Yeah, so, um, as quality Tumblr was fading out, a new phase started, and it was called, like, Carefree. Basically, yeah. I just, like, took pictures of random things and, like, filtered them on Visco and then posted them. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I really like taking pictures. Back then, I didn't have my phone, so I had this big iPad that I took my photos with. Um, I remember, like, I didn't want to always – I also have a public – I mean, a private account, like, just for my friends. And I didn't want to, like, keep posting, like, random pictures on there and annoy my friends. So I made an yeah. um, Instagram that's, like, TBH Alley. And – there was, like, two main carefree, like, like the major um, accounts at that time. And then one of them, I think, was, like, Illy Emmy, and the other one was, like, OMG Macy or something. So, <laughs> I remember the days of that, honestly. Yeah. So I remember I tried to, uh, like, find a username where I could put, like, OMG or, like, Illy at the front. But those were all taken. So I really had to, like, think, like, what else can I put in front of my name? <laughs> <laughs> so then I was, like, okay, TBHL, like, why not? I think I was, like, one of the only accounts back then with TBH at the beginning of my name. You have no idea how many times I had to explain this. But I thought you were your name was Hallie yeah, for, like, for so like many, a month. So many people thought that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I had that username. I posted pictures from my iPad. Um, and then it sort of just, like, went on from there. I got a phone at the beginning, like, no, in, in the winter of grade 9. So then I started taking pictures on my phone. And then it wasn't really till last year, I would say, that I realized you can, like, um, turn your Instagram into, like, a blog or, like, a business. Yeah, totally. Like, think of it more in that way. Um, so then I started getting involved in that. And I just let me just say, it's really hard to get out there as, like, a blogger or, like, influencer, whatever you want to Oh, totally. Because there's so many people out there who are creating content. So, exactly. Yeah. So I was still taking pictures of my phone. Oh, no, actually, my dad has an old Canon T3i camera. So Ooh, nice. Feel that so that I could shoot with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then recently, okay, this is sort of on topic. Okay, not really. So the autofocus on his camera was broken. So I really wanted to get my own camera, but, you know, the cameras these days are so expensive. So expensive. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so I was still shooting with my phone for the most part. Um. I started reaching at first I had to reach out to brands I was like hey like do you want to collab and then I got a couple of collaborations and then after that it became much more like streamlined and easy because brands would start to see my posts and then reach out to me that's um, so cool yeah so then recently um oh yeah so recently I just bought a camera it's the Canon M50 mirrorless camera oh I've heard of that one that yeah. one's good it's like small but it's really high quality as well so I've been starting to take more pictures with that as for my YouTube channel 
I remember I created it like last year, I think, as well. Me and my friend Joe, like just Joe, are on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, went out for like just a shoot in March break. And I think I made like a short one minute video about like Ottawa <laughs> or something. Yeah, I think I remember watching that, honestly. Yeah. And that was like one of my first videos. And then since then, honestly, I haven't been posting really consistently just because like school is so busy. And yeah, totally. Knee surgery. So <laughs> a lot of. Oh, yeah. But now that it's summer, I've been posting videos more consistently. And I think it's really fun. It's like a good way to document. Yeah, totally. And yeah. Honestly, love your videos. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and then I've seen you, you've worked with so many cool brands. Like, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how did you get in contact with some of them? Because I think you worked with, like, The Body Shop and, like, Clean and Clear or CNC. Yeah, okay, so... And, like, some more. The Body Shop was actually really unexpected because they actually reached out to me through... I think it's called Brand Heroes. Um, when I first got the email, I was like, it was legit. <laughs> yeah. But it turns out they're, like, a really good company that, like, connects bloggers with um, different brands. There's other That's apps out cool. there as well. I also use Peersway. Yeah, I have that one. Yeah, that one's good. And there's more other ones, but I found that they haven't really worked for me, so Peersway is, like, the main one. Um, when I first got started, I went and emailed brands because, like, who would want to collaborate with me if I never had any previous experience? Right. So I emailed so many people, and lots of people just, like, you never get a response from. Yeah, that's it's a struggle. That's you have to accept. And then there's some rejections. But then you get that one or two people that say yes, and then that's oh, yeah. started. Yeah. yeah, I've tried reaching out to um, some, like, brands. Like, yeah, you get rejected, but sometimes you don't. And then that's all that matters is that you get – you don't get rejected once, and there you go. Exactly. You just got to keep trying and don't give up, honestly. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned Brand Heroes and Pierceway. Are those, like, the two that you mainly use? Um, Brand Heroes, I've actually only used for one collaboration. That was the Body Shop. I just oh, okay. app like two days ago <laughs> and sent in like my application. But Peersway is the one that I mainly use. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually downloading Brand Heroes like right now because <laughs> I have Peersway, but now I'm like, wait, am I sleeping on this one? <laughs> yeah, because Peersway, like, it's great, but the collaborations, like, they don't have like um, lots of collaborations. So oftentimes, yeah. A long time before you find one that you finally qualify for right but it's like and some of them are like hard to find like for like you yeah. right now mine are like I, I got an ice cream one and I'm like allergic to dairy haven't eaten it in like two years because it <laughs> makes me so sick and I'm like okay can't, can't take that one and then I got like one that was like for like Canadian only and I was like oh yeah. nope <laughs> a lot of them are like Greater Toronto area only, and I'm like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> not a UT. <laughs> <laughs> and then some other them are just, like, ones that, like, you just can't find yourself. Like, you can't figure out a way to, like, yeah, make it work. You're like, that's just not, not it. Yeah. I think it's also good, like, um, to keep in mind, like, what type of content you want to be, like, promoting or, like, portraying with your brand. Because I know I got an email, like, a few months ago, and it was, like, for a toilet paper company. They, <laughs> they were, like, we'll pay you a lot of money for, it, like, these two posts. But I was, like, yeah. do I really want to be promoting, like, a toilet 
paper or like toilet roll <laughs> on my Instagram and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to reject this. So I think it's also good to keep that in mind too. Yeah. I got one similar to that, but <laughs> it was for like another like it was like for cheese or something and I'm like dude I can't even like (laughs) I just I keep getting um ones just that are meant for people who love dairy and I'm like sorry can't help you there (laughs) (laughs) what is your best advice for working with brands like just staying in contact with them and stuff okay well for the first part is like don't be afraid to reach out because lots of times brands are really too busy there's so many influencers that are already like reaching out to them so like don't be afraid to put yourself out there even though like, mm-hmm. you know that you're gonna get rejected by a lot of people there'll still be like a few that you know you'll, you never know what happens so why not just go for it um yeah also I would always say that once you finish a collaboration or like Okay, once you receive the product, you should always email the brand and be like, hey, I received the product. Like, stuff will be coming out soon. And then after you've posted, I like to send them a link. Be like, hey, just wanted to let you know that I uploaded the first photo today. And then I'll send them that. Yeah. If it's, like, more than one photo, then at the end of the collaboration, I'll be like, thank you. Like, it was great to collaborate with you. And Mm -hmm. then I find that's a good way to end it. Like, Sometimes companies um, will like your content and they'll come back and be like, hey, we want another collaboration. And, you know, it's yeah. really good to keep that connection. Definitely. I've kind of done that with um, a few companies. And, like, then when they'll come out with new stuff, they'll just send it. Mm-hmm. And that's just super duper cool. Yeah. What are your tips for just, like growing your account and reaching more people and all of that okay so when I first started my account um there was lots of things like game parties or like you know this oh yeah I follow back underneath so I oh yeah there was like a lot oh and goal helpers I remember those so oh I yeah I remember all of this yeah I hate to admit that at the very beginning I did some of it and I was yeah, now I'm just like oh definitely in the very beginning I was definitely one of those people who were like oh that like follow back like I tried to <laughs> do all those things as well to gain like the numbers like the following but I think, oh yeah um if you do that you definitely will get burnt out like really quickly and content creation will no longer be like fun because you're only looking at the numbers and not like what you actually create um so yeah now I don't really focus on that. I focus mainly on just, like, taking pictures, doing what I enjoy. Like, if I see something nice and I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture of it, then I'll yeah. take a picture of it. Um, yeah. Um, now I think I just grow more organically. Sometimes hashtags will help, but, like, not too many. And try to keep them relevant to what you're actually posting. And there's some um, accounts that will repost your photos, like, in your region, so, for example, I live in Ottawa, right? So I always take pictures like Ottawa tourism, not pictures, accounts like Ottawa tourism or like Narcity Ottawa or like Ottawa bloggers on my photos. And sometimes um, they'll repost the pictures and that way um, you can reach a larger audience like that. Yeah. That. Oh, I also like to use the location feature on all my pictures and on my stories. Ooh, yeah. I just think it looks nice. But um, <laughs> sometimes you'll also get featured on like the locations page. And people can find your account that way. 
but other than that, I don't really do much else. I try to limit my time on Instagram to like 20 minutes or less a day. So yeah, like, like posting, liking some comments, like mm-hmm. in my feed and that's about it. Yeah, I feel like being active on other people's accounts definitely help because it also just helps you build relationships when you see, like, certain people in your notifications all the time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, Carly, I know her. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Because some people, like, if you continue continuously comment, not continuously, like, consistently comment yeah. on, like, some other people's posts, you'll be able to, like, build a relationship that way, which I think is very uh, important. Oh, Totally. Can you ever see you yourself like becoming a full-time YouTuber? Um, uh, honestly, haven't really thought about that because I only yeah one thousand subscribers. But <laughs> yeah, totally got you. YouTube is really like fl- there's lots of fluctuations. So like Definitely. one day you could be like thriving, and the next day, uh, things are gonna go downhill. There's lots of like tea <laughs> and drama on YouTubers these days. And it's just oh, yeah. really stable. So I don't think I would ever do it like full time, but definitely just like, yeah. as a hobby or like on the side for sure. Oh, totally. I feel like it's so nerve wracking too because every cancel culture is not it, honestly. I'm so over it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen like all the like latest cancel stuff about like everyone? Yep. All those like tea spill videos or like yep yep like I watch them but I'm like this is toxic man yeah it's like one day those youtubers are like being idolized and the next day people are like hitting on them so hard and I know it's it's just I hate it honestly but like I feel bad because I still like watch the videos and stuff (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, it's so toxic as she watches, like, a bunch of tea videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's just so nerve-wracking about being any sort of influencer, like. Yeah, because, like, everyone's watching your every move. Seriously. Yeah. Like, just in public, imagine just, like, oh, that's just, ugh. Yeah, also, I think one thing you really have to keep in mind if, like, you're a public figure is, like, being able to have that balance between your private life and the stuff that you post online. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I feel like it'd also be hard because you'd just be like, I feel like I could really easily, or just like anyone could, just get like so absorbed in it mm-hmm. and it could become like, I don't know, burnout. Yeah. It's tough, man. Um, sorry, I'm like scrolling through my questions because these are so messy. <laughs> What are your favorite type of YouTube videos to make? Ooh, I definitely like making vlogs the most because I feel like those are more like the most like in the moment, like you're just capturing the memories. Those are definitely my favorite. Yeah. Even for like photos, I like taking travel pictures because like you're already there experiencing it. So like, why not just capture it? You know what I mean? It's like, um, you don't, (laughs) you don't have to put in as much work and you still get like the res- like really good result if you know what I mean yeah yeah and it's fun to look back on those especially now like even me looking back on my last day of senior year I'm like oh my god the memories oh yeah, yeah. also what are your best tips for like travel photography because I feel like your travel photos are genuinely the best I follow like I'm obsessed <laughs> thank you well um 
honestly, okay. The first tip I would say is like when you get to a location, you don't have, you shouldn't be thinking of like taking the picture right away. You still want to be able to mm-hmm. like, enjoy the moment and like definitely. So I, when I get to somewhere, I always like enjoy the moment, see everything. Um, then if I see something that I like, I will go ahead and take some pictures. I take a lot of pictures, <laughs> like a lot of pictures. So I also have like a hard drive um, that I put like uh, my extra pictures on because there's not enough storage on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, sometimes um, it's worth it to wake up super early to see the sunrise and the sunset. Oh, like, yeah. But you also have to know like what the limit is. Like you have to realize where the line is. Sometimes it's not worth it to go so far just to get a picture, but other times um, the result is truly like stunning, and you know like that you want to wake up early and yeah get the shot. Then go for it. Um, I would also say if you're looking for a camera, invest in a smaller camera. I have the mm-hmm. Nervous, which is a perfect size, but if you have a bigger camera, it gets really bulky, and when you're trying to carry yep. it all day. Like, your hands will get sweaty, your neck will get tired, and you're going to want to put it in the bag. And once it goes in the bag, it's hard to capture the moment. If something really cool happens, you won't be able to get the shot right away. So, I would say invest. That is so true. I've noticed that struggle because I have, like, a giant camera. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes, like, I don't bring it to, like, more, like, event-type things. Yeah. But, like, if I'm going to the beach, like, I'll bring it because then I don't mind as much. But, like, if I'm going to, like... And, like, if I'm going to, like, a concert or a festival or, like, the city or something, I won't bring it because, like, it's bulky. Yeah. And I'll use, like, my friends who have nicer phones than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, most, a lot of my friends have, like, X's or 8's or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, I think your phone should take the pictures instead of my <laughs> 6S. <laughs> yeah, also, like, if you don't have your camera, like, to all, everyone out there listening, a phone is also a really great alternative. Like our cameras these days, well, mine's a success, a little bit old. But if you have a newer phone, the cameras are Staying actually real. really good. I took pictures of the phone for like four years. So it definitely works. Um, like the focus and stuff might, like not the focus, but the, what is it called? When the background is blurry. <laughs> that the, uh, is oh. as a camera. Maybe acupuncture? Oh, oh, I don't know. Aperture. <laughs> I think. There we go. I, I <laughs> acupuncture. Yeah, so like the the background like blur might not be as good, but you can definitely still get some high quality photos with it. So, phone is your best friend. Definitely, and it's always there, and like, just mm-hmm. you can always like take as many as you want. It's super easy sometimes. Sometimes I like prefer it when I'm trying to take like more of like a motion picture because like the focus and stuff yeah yeah what about when you're at home taking pictures like when you're picking pictures for brands what are some of your like best tips because I suck at brand photos and your girl needs help (laughs) (laughs) yeah brand photos are a little hard for me too but I feel like I've gotten some experience so okay oh yeah yours are great honestly (laughs) thank you first of all um I always like to shoot in natural lighting um with like when the sun is out because when it gets dark and I try to use like the lighting in my room the photos either turn out really orange or really like blue so I like to just use um, lighting from the sun and this can get difficult in the winter time especially when the sun sets before I get home and then it rises after I leave 
So then I, yeah. then you have to take, you have to like plan when you're going to take the photos so that in the winter, I would always do the weekends. And then um, when I take photos for brands, I like to see, I like to go on their Instagram and see like what type of photos they like to take. Like some brands prefer mm-hmm. like flat lays more, while others prefer like Yeah, definitely. Less others prefer like in use and I try to see like what type of photo they want and then I will look at the colors so for the so the colors you want in your photos want to complement the product that you're trying to take so generally any color that's on the product works white also works really well and like some complementary colors would work as well yeah so like if a so if something is light pink, I would go for, like, lighter colors. But if something is dark pink, I would go for darker colors just, like, match that, like, vibe. And then, um, yeah, just, like, make do with what's in your house, I guess. Because I know, for yeah. me personally, I have some fake flowers that are from Ikea from, like, many years ago. And I always like to incorporate those <laughs> just to add, like, a little bit of floral and nature. But it's really about, like, what you can um, – like what you can create with what you have, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, that's really good advice, honestly. Well, that's all the questions I have. So if there's anything else you'd like to say, go ahead. Um, not really. Thank you for having me on here today. Oh, yeah, of course. Thank you for thank you for coming on, honestly. It was nice to chat. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast recording. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely did. This is fun. Yay, awesome. Well, quickly shout out all your social medias. I'll put the links to everything you mentioned in the description, of course. Everyone go follow her. She's amazing. (laughs) All right. My Pinterest and my Instagram are at tvhallie. My YouTube is allie.c. No, allie.c. And it's A L L I E. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on, and thank you for listening, everyone listening. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and don't forget to check out Allie. Bye. <laughs>